Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. There is a show on TV called Wicked Tuna, and it's about a bunch of guys who are fishermen who have boats, and they go out to sea and they catch tuna. They always compete with one another. Who will catch the biggest tuna and who will have the highest quality tuna? There's obviously some sort of a criteria that they're getting paid on, which is the fat of the fish or something along those lines. Sorry, not an expert on tuna. But in any case, they catch a tuna, come back to the bay, it's getting weighed, and they're getting paid, right? So there's this competition between them who's going to make the most amount of money. And obviously, the competition is based around the quantity of the number of tuna that they catch, that they catch and the quality of the tuna and basically that's the entire competition now what i started asking is is why the number one guy is always consistent meaning that the winner is consistently the same guy over and over and over again or at least i don't watch every episode but every time i open it it's this guy dave he's always at the top Right, so I'm started asking, hold on, why, why is E number one all the time? And the reason that I started asking this is because th- there isn't much difference from what I see in the quality of the boats. Now, again, I'm not an, an expert fisherman, but from what I see, basically they all have pretty much new boats. They have technology that helps them detect the fish. And they all fish around the same area. I think it's somewhere off the shores of Massachusetts, probably some small fisher town. But basically, pretty much, they all go to the same bay and go back and forth and they fish in the same ocean. So the question is, why is the number one guy always consistent? And so I've started basically observing now more, right? Like, why is the number one guy consistent in catching fish and getting paid for it and pretty much he fluctuates all the time between one and two i think one and two and everybody wants to catch up to him so here's my observation what i've noticed is that the number one guy is pretty much consistent he goes to the middle of the ocean there's a certain type of flock that he's looking at certain number of fish that he's looking at when his um, scanner shows him that there's fish over there and he goes for it pretty much that's it he goes all the time for the same thing 
again and again and again. And he just likes to have some sort of a flock of fish under him. And he then stops over there or circulates there. And pretty much, you know, the tuna comes and he's able to get a lot of fish. There was actually one episode that I saw him catching four huge tunas. I think it was three or four. I'm pretty sure. So pretty much everybody gets one and they come back. It's a miracle if some episode show two, he was able to get three or four, which is really amazing. But here's the main observation that I made. So there's about seven boats, and I forget the name of his boat, but I think it's called tv-something.com. And everybody talks about him all the time, meaning that the other people underneath him always talk about him. They always talk about his character. He's a good guy. He's not a a good guy. They gossip about him between them. And he just does his own thing consistently. Again, he just goes out there, does what he needs to do, comes back, extremely competitive, disciplined, and goes back. And the other the other ones pretty much always just kind of rotate around between second to seventh place, back and forth. There's the regular losers, and there's the regular guys who are at the top, but pretty much everybody maintains the same consistency. And I thought to myself, isn't it funny that in the world of trading, the amateurs are always obsessed with what the pros are doing. So if they were to jump on, let's say, Dave's boat and to find his secret as to why he's number one, they would find nothing. I mean, if I see the episodes, I'm sure they see the episode, the episodes. So they see he's not really doing anything different than what they do. Instead, he's just not gossiping about anyone from what I see. I mean, there's a little bit of drama back and forth, and that's for the show. But pretty much that's his livelihood. He goes out there, does the same thing over and over and over again, and comes back, and that's it. And I think traders are always obsessed with what other people do. They always say, what is the other person doing? This is what they're obsessed with, right? Even when things work out for them and they're good things, when they don't work out, I understand. But sometimes things are stable and they're working and they're always obsessed with what other people are doing. What other moving averages they're using? What platform they're using? What sort of risk management? What sort of targets they're using? What sort of market conditions? Are you a day trader? Is it better to use options in day trading? Or is it better to trade swing trade in in stocks? Or maybe I should do Forex during this period. So they're always asking those questions, thinking that the people who do make money do something so different and the answer is that they not, they don't, they, they do the same thing over and over and over again. And also just like the same fisherman, he's able to overcome his boredom. What do I mean by boredom? He has a formula that's working for him. He goes, he does it again and again and again. He's not looking to change the formula. He's not looking to improve the formula. He's because he's realizing that there's only so much he can do with this boat now maybe in the future he'll buy another boat and he'll both of them will do the same thing and now he'll be able to double his revenue and profit but for now he knows his capacity that he can do and i wish traders would learn from that i wish traders would realize that being what i call a little bit of a gossiper it does not help their performance this obsession of what other people do is is not going to lead to you having a better performance 
if you, for example, use for risk management some sort of an RSI with certain parameters and somebody else has this, you know, uses RSI as well, maybe the parameters there would be different than yours. RSI, by the way, is an indicator that stands for relative strength index, just for those who are starting to trade. But it's just another indicator. It's on every platform. And we also have it on our platform on Optimus Flow that I highly recommend you check out and you give it a, uh, a test run for uh, trading. But going back to the technical part. So you have two guys using the same indicator, you know, for risk management purposes or even entry. They could use different parameters, but one's parameter is not any better than other people's parameters, right? That's what it is. Or I've seen on public forums, people say, hey guys, what do you think? Should I buy the E-mini S&P when it's so low? That's gossip. That's like a bunch of grandmothers sitting on a bench talking to one another about what's going on in town. This is what we're actually coming down to in the trading world where we just become a bunch of grandmothers sitting on a bench. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, did you hear this guy's doing that? Hey, did you hear that? Like, seriously? So learn from that fisherman that he's just concerned with his own stuff. He does not care what other people do. Neither should you. You have to find the stuff that works for you. Now, you can learn the basics and the tools, but you can be on an ongoing quest to imitate other people. It's not going to help you. You can read all the trading in the world, all the books, all the courses. Now, I'm a very well-read guy. I will tell you this. I'm very well-read. And I read good books about traders, right? I don't look at traders like I did many years ago and being mesmerized with a wow, but really looking and talking to people with real experience. And I will tell you this. Some of them do stuff that I would never do in a million years. And let me tell you further that they're extremely successful with what they do. Now you can ask me, why wouldn't you do something that a successful person uh, does? Why don't, wouldn't you do it? Well, I wouldn't do it because it's not my nature. It's not my nature to do it. It's not within my risk tolerance. It's not within the capital parameters that I like to work with. That's basically it. Even people who listen to this podcast, I don't expect them to imitate what I do or follow my advice. I'm just here to give you the tools, just kind of a direction to think with. So again, don't try to basically go out there and reinvent your method every month, trying to seek advice from others on an ongoing basis. I'm going to tell you this, trust yourself. Honestly, trust yourself. Trust yourself that you have your own risk tolerance. Trust yourself that it will take you time to build something that you feel comfortable with. And just like this fisherman who's a leader in my eyes, who's a winner, who basically came to overcome a lot of obstacles in his way, because I'm sure just like everybody else, he tried all kinds of things and he found something that works for him. And when he found it, it's boring. He keeps on doing it, but it still keeps him, you know, at the top rank. And I think it's like that for many people in many fields. Just find what works for you. What leads to, of, leads to the success of one person, it doesn't mean that you can just take a copy and paste and imitate it on 
imitate it uh, completely and, and do the same thing as the other person does. So trust yourself to find your own path. In any case, that's it for now. I hope that uh, this information helps you become a better trader, kind of calms you down a little bit too because you don't have this drive to see what an appetite to see what others are doing because sometimes it's overwhelming i know the trading can get overwhelming so when you do it you just want to know what other people are doing because you think you're missing out on something you could be missing out on risk management tools you could be missing out on entry levels but it's not what you think it's not those specific parameters that you look for that would make you uh, a better trader. If I would say imitate something from successful people, imitate their work ethic. Imitate the fact that they review their charts. Imitate the fact that they review what they do. Imitate the fact that they do analysis on their own trades. Those kind of things you can imitate. But don't try to imitate parameters and the exact same thing that they do because it might not work for you. And again, just like I emphasized with this um, episode about from Wikituna, remember that the other guys, what really prevented their, prevented their success is really the ability to focus on what they do. Instead, they're just gossiping between all of them about what the guy does, right? And it just leads them nowhere. And he's still number one and everybody else is still underneath. That's it for now. I wish you a great day, a great week. Please visit us at www.optimusfutures.com. I look forward to answering all your questions, and I hope that we can find the technology and trading that's appropriate for you, whether you're a beginner or a professional. We'll help you out. We will try our best to match you with the right technology, the right services, and just be honest if we can help or not. I always uh, say thank you to my staff. They're wonderful people. They will help you as well. So again, reach out on www.optimistfutures.com. If you have questions about futures, if you have questions about trading and you need longer answers than emails, because I'm very short on emails, I don't have time to write a lot. However, I will answer questions in length on our forum. It's uh, community.optimistfutures.com. Again, I just want to remind all of you that you must trade with risk capital. Believe in yourself that it takes time to be a trader. Work with risk capital. And just remember there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. Past performance is not indicative of future results, which means that whatever happened in the past in the market, it does not mean that it will keep on repeating in the future. So always be on the outlook for new levels of risk. I wish you all the best, and I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimistFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561 561- three six seven eight six eight six or toll free at one eight hundred seven seven one six seven four eight once again thank you for listening to the optimist futures podcast
Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.